Welcome to today's edition of CS Computing News, in which we give you a brief but focused look at several of the biggest and most interesting technology-related stories. Our first story is, Hackers Start to Exploit Critical Shellshock Vulnerability. Hackers are beginning to exploit the recently discovered shellshock flaw in a popular command link shell, which lets them run deep-level shell commands on millions of servers, Macs, routers, and Internet-connected devices. Information security companies have reported seeing hackers using the vulnerability to, for example, install malware on machines, add computers to botnets, and launch distributed denial-of-service attacks. In a blog, security and reliability vendor Encapsula said that its firewall blocked about 217,000 exploit attempts on about 4,000 domains in just the first four days after news of Shellshock broke. Eventually, Encapsula said, there were 1,970 attacks per hour originating from almost every country on Earth. The vulnerability is in versions 1.14 through 4.3 of the new born-again shell, known as Bash, the command-line shell used in many Linux and Unix operating systems, as well as Mac OS X Mavericks and some Windows and IBM products. A large number of Internet-connected devices, web servers, and online services run on Linux distributions that use Bash. Companies like Apple and Akamai and various Linux distributors such as Red Hat, Fedora, CentOS, Ubuntu, and Debian have issued fixes. However, security experts note, many users don't patch their machines, so a lot of systems are likely to have the shellshock flaw for a long time. In addition, security experts say, there are many ways that applications can call bash and thereby become vulnerable to shellshock. If a system has a vulnerable bash version as its default shell, hackers could attack it via malicious web requests, telnet communications, or other programs that use bash to execute scripts. Our second story is, new technology makes security just a heartbeat away. A Canadian startup has developed a smart wristband that uses wearers' unique electrocardiograms, their EKGs, to authenticate them to applications, computers, payment devices, and other systems. Bionem, based in Toronto, notes that its $99 NIMI band would eliminate the need to set, remember, and regularly change passwords. They also say their system is easier and less costly to operate than password schemes. Venture capitalists recently invested $14 million to commercialize the project. To make the system work, users touch the NIMI with their hand to complete a circuit, which generates an EKG reading. The reading is uploaded via Bluetooth to a computer and processed by algorithms that yield a key that's sent to a tamper-resistant area of the NIMI band. This key represents a unique identity that users can transmit wirelessly via Bluetooth low-energy technology to devices for automatic authentication and access. The NIMI includes a proximity sensor that determines when the band is near enough to automatically log on to or far enough away to automatically log off of a device or application. The activation distance changes depending on the type of application involved. 
For example, the NIMI won't log on to a store's payment system unless it's very close to the point-of-sale device to avoid inadvertent money transfers. An accelerometer and gyroscope in the band give the system motion detection capabilities, which let wearers create their own set of gestures to execute various functions. BioNim has released a software developer's kit for building applications that work with the NIMI. Our final story is potato salad crowdfunding joke turns into money for charity. What started as a gag by Zach Brown of Columbus, Ohio to raise $10 via Kickstarter for making a batch of potato salad yielded a whopping $55,492, which Brown recently used to help nonprofits fight hunger and homelessness in central Ohio. He started his Kickstarter page as a gag in July, not expecting a lot of traffic. However, as word of the unusual effort spread, Brown's page received 4 million views, making it the fourth most viewed project page in Kickstarter's history. And by August 2nd, 6,911 people from 74 countries had contributed money and recipes. Brown used his revenue to produce a potato salad he promised to make and sent out the incentive gifts, such as hats and t-shirts, that he promised to large donors. With the leftover cash, Brown decided to hold a party in a municipal park in his hometown to benefit charity. Kickstarter prohibits fundraisers from giving their money directly to charities. To get around this, Brown used his money to pay for Potato Stock 2014, a free concert with concession stands, sponsorships, and, of course, potato salad. He'll use the revenue from the event to create a permanent fund to help nonprofit organizations in central Ohio combat hunger and homelessness. Thank you for listening, and check back for another edition of CS Computing News.